Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are a weekly podcast full of nostalgia, chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. My name is Chris Alfick and my wonderful co-host here... Connor Thompson. He had to say his own name because I forgot. Yeah. This week we are doing January 29th to February 4th, 1997. Let's get right into it. All right, January 29th, 97. The Simpson case jurors begin deliberations. So this wasn't the criminal case which took place two years prior. Uh, This was the civil trial. So jurors in the O.J. Simpson civil trial retired behind closed doors Tuesday afternoon to begin deliberations, carrying stacks of notebooks and a fat packet of instructions, warning them to base their verdicts on the evidence and not on the emotion that has long swirled around the case. I mean, this was on the news every day. Oh, every day. But there was such difficulty getting a a jury pool where, I mean, they're looking for people who didn't know who O.J. Simpson was. and Which was nobody. That was nobody. This is one of the most famous, well-documented cases of all time. It got real. Yeah. Now, January 30th, leaders of Peru and Japan meet in Canada on hostage crisis. There were a bunch of hostages being held captive in the Japanese embassy in Peru. Peru. This was a bad thing. They met in Canada to try to work some stuff out. Eventually, a couple months later, on April 22nd, after being held for 126 days, the remaining dignitaries that were being held hostage were released. I'd like to think that Canada did its part on this. Go Canada. All right, January 31st. Two bits of good news. First off, the U.S. has lifted their ban on avocados from Mexico. Very exciting news for guacamole enthusiasts around the U.S. I'm proud to call myself a Canadian guacamole lover. And the second bit of good news, Final Fantasy VII was released in Japan on this date. Final Fantasy VII easily being one of the most beloved video games of all time and actually being remade currently. Yeah, that's awesome. February 1st, AOL takes out a print ad in which part addresses customer concerns on slow connections or no connections. We know you're having problems connecting to AOL, they say, and we want want you to know we're working day and night to get ahead of your demanding schedule. AOL had just released an unlimited plan and the lines were congested. Connecting to AOL was tough. This was actually the very, very beginning of America's addiction to the internet. And I thank you for that because I love the internet so much. February 2nd, this is an interesting one, Coppola versus Sagan. This was an editorial piece calling out Francis Ford Coppola, who was suing Carl Sagan, who had just died. He had died about two weeks prior to this, the renowned astrophysicist and educational entertainer, for saying that he came up with the idea for Contact. This was a book that Rick Sagan wrote that was currently being adapted into a movie starring Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey. Basically, Francis Ford Coppola, the guy who directed movies like The Godfather series and uh, that movie Jack starring Robin Williams from the previous year, he was saying, hey, I came up with this idea. Give me some of that sweet contact money. And really, I just gotta say, that's kind of a dick move to sue someone right after they die. Contact is a great 90s movie. Also, February 2nd was Groundhog Day. Wyerton Willie did not see his shadow, thus predicting an early spring. What is Wyerton Willie in America? Puxitani Phil? Puxitani P? One of those two. He also didn't see his shadow. All right, February 3rd. Bring everything full circle. A civil jury panel in Santa Monica, California had determined that O.J. Simpson was in fact guilty of the deaths of both his ex-wife Nicole Brown Simpson and her friend Ronald Goldman. He had originally been acquitted in the year 1995 as the glove did not fit. So they must have quit. All right, February 4th. Oof. 
Girl eats LSD in Candy Heart. Mother is jailed. This happened in Salt Lake City, Utah. A woman was in jail Monday on suspicion of drug possession and child abuse after police said her five-year-old daughter ate two LSD-laced Candy Hearts. That seems like a bad trip. Those Mormons know how to party. So that's rounding out that week in news. We're gonna move on to movies and music now. All right, diving into the box office. Taking the number one spot, I don't know if I'm excited or gravely disappointed, is the Star Wars Special Edition. I remember seeing this in theaters. Me too. This was the first time I, this was actually the first time I saw Star Wars. All I have to say about this is handshot first. Absolutely. No argument on that. Number two, Jerry Maguire. They showed him the money. A Tom Cruise classic, Cuba Gooding Jr., whatever happened to that guy. I want him to make a comeback. I love Cuba Gooding Jr. He Cuba, good stuff. Cuba, we miss you. Yeah. I mean, they're ending the embargo on Cuba. That was a really bad joke. That was bad. Moving on. What else do we have here? We have Scream on the list. Avita. Oh. Beverly Hills Ninja. This is such a good movie. You got Chris Farley, David Spade. You have the guy who played Liu Kang in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that guy. Mm. Moving down the list, we see The English Patient, 101 Dalmatians, the live action one. Oh, that was a good one. That had Glenn Close in it. Ooh. Okay, rounding it out, finishing off the list, Jingle All the Way. Fantastic movie. This is really only at the bottom of the list because it's February now. Double Mendel. Hey, everyone. This guy wants a Turbo Man. Oh, oh my god. Such a good movie. Also, I think we're what, gonna happened, talk... what happened to Sinbad? What did happen to Sinbad? He's also due for a comeback. He and Cuba Gooding Jr. probably chill on weekends. They must have the best parties. Alright, so we're gonna go right into music now. Okay, diving in. I want a number one song that's good. We're never gonna get it. We are going to get so many amazing number one songs. This one uh. is just good. Unbreak it's... My Heart, Tony Braxton. Oh, this song's all right. Yeah, this song's okay. No one cares about that. Moving on to number three. I Believe I Can Fly from the Space Jam soundtrack. This is the first of three Space Jam songs in this list, and rightfully so. Number four, I Believe in You and Me from The Preacher's Wife. We skipped number two. Uh, that one's also from a movie. Uh, oh. Don't Let Go from Set It Off. Two, three, and four are all from movie soundtracks. That's kind of cool. Six is Wannabe by the Spice Girls. It is beginning the second British invasion. Oh my God. It debuted last week at number 11. It's number six. In a couple weeks, it's gonna be number one. It's rightful spot. Amazing. It only I'm... held number one for four weeks. That is a travesty. You know, it's oh not a travesty. Number seven, No Diggity from Blackstreet featuring Dr. Dre. I like the way you work it. Such a good song. I apologize for the singing, but it's not gonna stop. Moving down the list, this is a really, really solid list. We have It's All Coming Back to Me Now from Canada's Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Oh, Fly Like an Eagle as covered by Seal, also for the Space Jam Second soundtrack. Second Space Jam one. Oh my god, Last Night from the Nutty Professor Holy at crap. number 21. 23. Oh my god. Pony by Genuine. This song is so good. It's genuine. Honestly, I did not know the lyrics to this song until about two months ago when I was at a bar and my friend put it on the jukebox and I had to look up the lyrics. But Wikipedia describes the lyrics to this song as a blatant <laughs> sexual come on. And that is absolutely true. If you're not familiar, the chorus goes, if you're horny, let's do it. Ride it. My pony. I don't get it. The pony 
is his penis. Oh. Oh, something only genuine could get away with. Moving on, number 28, This Is Your Night by Amber. I love that. And I'm really surprised you are into, like... That's it a was, Euro pop dance soundtrack. That's something I reminds me of a night at the Roxbury. That's what it is. Okay, so you got some nostalgia on that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, like yeah I that's, said, that's Mad- about it. The Macarena is still hanging around on here, but it's oh, dropping yeah. like a fly. Yeah, right, rightfully so. Oh, and forty six, the third and final song from the Space Jam soundtrack on the top one hundred. Space Jam from Space Jam by Quad City DJs. All right, we're gonna move on to a new segment now. We're calling this segment this week on. So when thinking about 90s television shows if i had to ask name one i think that you would name me either the simpsons friends or seinfeld those are the big three they really are they define that decade it was when the simpsons was good and it's friends and seinfeld classics all of them so in this segment we're just going to go over one episode of one of these shows and this week wasn't even a close call i think hands down It's Seinfeld, Season 8, Episode 13, The Comeback. George tries to come up with a good comeback after someone insults him. Elaine falls in love with a mysterious employee at the video store. Kramer wants to die a certain way. And Jerry takes advice from a tennis player who stinks. This is a classic four-plotline episode where each character is kind of doing their own thing. And this is awesome. So to start, George with, I would think, one of his most famous lines in the entire series. Yeah, well, the jerk store called, and they're running out of you! Such a classic line, such a great episode. His him spending the whole episode just trying to come up with it, flying across the country just so we can lay on this insult with that guy. While this is happening, Elaine's renting movies and realizes that her tastes align with Vincent. Of Vincent's picks. All of his oh. picks are Elaine's favorites. They're amazing. Each recommendation just touches Elaine in a special part of her heart. So she falls in love with him. It's a touching love story. He actually gives her a necklace of, what is it, the play button? I think it's, yeah, the play or the the pause button button or something from the VCR. She makes it into a necklace. They're finally gonna meet. She picks some things up. She knocks on his door. But then Vincent's mom gets the door because Vincent is, what, 15 maybe? He's 15, 17. He's a kid. Elaine has picked up what vodka fireworks and cigarettes Cigarettes, yes (laughs) and then he gives the she gives the play button back to the mother before slumping in shame and cracking the bottle of vodka because if you just set yourself up with a 17 year old you probably probably need the same thing kramer's wasn't that great yeah he watched what like two-thirds of a movie decided he needed a living will yeah because the character was in a coma he didn't watch the rest of the movie because he was so scared about going into a coma he's like pull the plug on me if i die he didn't realize that you know people come out of comas and then there's jerry's jerry takes advice from a tennis player who stinks pretty funny the tennis player's name is milosh as canadians what's thoroughly enjoyable about this is that we currently have a world-class tennis player also named Milos. Moving on to our 90s spotlight, this week we're going to take a look back at the internet in the 90s and what that experience was like. So today you can go online, you can pull up anything you want on a Google search, you have your social networks, you've got Skype, you've got all of these means of connection with information and the outside world and, and people and anything you want, games, videos, whatever. Podcasts. 
Would you like to like and subscribe to? Well done. Yeah. In the 90s, you had dial-up. And that means that if, if your mom... Lucky. That means if your mom had to make a phone call, looks like you're not finishing loading that picture that you've been working on for the last 14 and a half minutes. Thanks, mom. Oh, load times. I remember downloading 70 megabyte videos and it taking like an hour. Nowadays, I can download a gigabyte in a couple minutes. I had a one gigabyte hard drive on my computer at the time, and that's insane. I was using a free internet service provider that was ad supported. You got 10 hours a month for free because they showed you ads all the time. It was a different time. It was the wild west of the internet. I'm going to say some things. Just let the nostalgia happen. Windows 95. <laughs> Netscape Navigator. I don't think they had a sound. Probably not. Ooh, Flash Games. Ooh, Flash Games, Shockwave Games, Shockwave.com. Oh, Shockwave Games. That was... Yeah. Oh, that was revolutionary. All the service providers they had back then. All the search... All the, There weren't three search engines like there are now, like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If I had a question, I was asking Jeeves. I was going to go.com. Lycos. Yeah. Alta Vista. This is when like Yahoo was an up and coming something. Up and coming. There was a time when Yahoo was at the top of the food chain. Yeah, it's not anymore. In 1997, Google didn't really exist yet. Even in the late 90s, it wasn't is a, a shadow of what what it would become. Well, Google is a behemoth today. 90s dial-up internet. We may be remembering you in a nostalgic way. I hated you thoroughly. You've come a long way, and I'm so glad. And I so hope proud only of you. in 20 more years, you just make an equal leap forward. Ugh, we can only dream. Yeah, net neutrality. All right, moving on to our sponsor segment. Each week on the show, we like to stretch our imaginations into a world where this podcast is being sponsored, and who might be sponsoring us if we were around in the 1990s. This week's sponsor is swearing that isn't actually swearing. Do you remember as a kid in the 90s being told to watch your mouth for something that really isn't a swear word? I'm talking about... That's screwed up. Damn. Crap. Darn. Frig. Dang. Yeah, screwed up was a really screwed up weird, was a weird one. one. Yeah. yeah, I my friend's mom always used to give us hell if we said it was... If we said this is screwed up, this is messed up, you gotta say this is messed up. I really don't see the distinction in that. I think the 90s were a more wholesome time. There wasn't as much swearing on TV. I think that's a big part of it. And when there was, they kind of got hell for it. Yeah. Like in The Simpsons, if Bart said hell or damn or anything like that, their reactions were just so extreme for their kid who is a punkish hellion. Nowadays, if you had this kid who's kind of rough around the edges, I don't think a parent would really blink an eye if he said, damn it. Even video games. Like, obviously now there's plenty of swearing in video games. Games, but back then, video games couldn't handle actual speech. <laughs> So there wasn't any. Yeah, I guess there wouldn't be much swearing in a game that can barely talk. When you no start, talking. When you're using half the cartridge's memory to say, Sega, Sega. Yeah. you don't have a lot of room for anything else. So swearing that isn't actually swearing, we'd like to thank you for molding us into better people. All um, right, so that just about does it for this episode. But we've got one more thing we need to do. Oh, that's it. We're spinning the wheel. For those of you who are here for the first time around, you'll remember it wasn't very satisfying. The wheel has been greased, but actually literally greased. The spinning action is better. It's still not great. Game of life, it's, it's not a great wheel. Yeah, it's but... not a great wheel. All right, let's just do this. 
All right. So next week we are doing uh, February 5th to 11th, 1994. All right. We will see you then. Before that, we're going to drop some of our social media stuff. As always, you can check us out online at stuckinthe90spodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We're on Instagram as well. And you can reach us by email if you have any comments, if you have any suggestions, you know, segment ideas, whatever you want to chat about. Drop us a line at stuckinthe90spodcast at gmail.com. So hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes. Drop yeah, us that would some really stars. Us. Maybe five of them if you wanted to. If you if you didn't want to do that, maybe maybe you don't do anything at all. All right. And other than that, <laughs> we will see you next week. See you guys in H E double hockey sticks. Oh. <laughs>